Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy League with Caleb and James. How's it going? What's up? Man, well, yes, you are listening to the Fantasy League. If it sounded a little bit different, we've had an awesome opportunity. Super Um, cool. Super cool. Yeah, super exciting. Um, We're working with a new producer. Uh, His name's JT, and he's really kind of uh, crushing it so far, helping us out. Very excited. Um, Making us sound just a lot better. Yep. (laughs) So... Uh, We just wanted to give a shout out to JT as uh, we're really excited for him to join our team uh, moving forward and uh, just can't wait to kind of see how he he can continue to elevate our podcast. But for all of you guys that listened last week, you know, we left you on a cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. We do have a bet that we have to resolve. Yep. A lot of debate about what this bet should be. Right. Yeah. We we talked for about a week to figure out what we were going to be doing. And we realize it's going to be a year-long bet. We're not going to yeah, find out the answer to the end of the year. Yeah, so it should have five. a good payout. Right. So a big payout for this is what we're thinking. So we have come to the conclusion that whoever loses... Just is, Caleb. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> Come on, T.Y., we got this. So whoever loses has to wear a clown costume for a full episode of the podcast. Yep. Red, red nose and all. Red nose and all. I, did we talk makeup? I, I mean, that's extreme. I don't know how to do the makeup. We'll figure uh, out let the us, makeup. Let us know. Let us know. Do you want to see makeup? <laughs> that would be intense. That's a bad um, idea. Yeah, that's going to get hot in here real quick. Um, so just a reminder, the bet was that I think T.Y. Hilton's going to have a better season than Debo Samuel. James has got Debo. Yep. And half point. Half point PPR. And so, again, whoever loses is going to have to do uh, wear a clown costume. And just in case you guys were wondering, oh, well, we can't see that. Well, we do fully expect to start trying to do some videos yep. up on YouTube. So we're hoping by the time this comes out um, where we'd have to wear the costume that you guys would be able to see it and make fun of us as if, well. I mean, you guys will see it. No yeah, you guys are going to see it. So, so do not worry. All right. So next steps. We're going to jump into airing it out. And pretty I good think, one. Pretty I good one this week. we got a great question for today. Everyone wants to know, last year, who's going to be the next Patrick Mahomes, year two quarterback, taking the leap. It was Lamar. Some yep. people called it out. He still went pretty late. So we're looking at year two quarterbacks for next year that we think could take the jump. And we settled on four different quarterbacks. We settled on four that we're looking at. And we're going to decide live. Yeah. Which, which, one, one, which one we think is going to go. The best shot. So... I don't know what order I've got an order. I don't know what order you had because again, we don't discuss this ahead of time. We want to make a case for each one. So I'm just going to start with Daniel Jones. Okay. So Daniel Jones, second year quarterback for for the Giants. Um, he has an extremely tough opening schedule this year. He had a pretty decent QBR for his first year, eighty seven point seven, four hundred and fifty nine attempts. Yeah, the yeah the completion percentage was was pretty good. Not bad for for, for not, rookie not terrible. 3,000 yards. Yep. Um, a, little, the, a little low for playing 13 games, but... I mean, it's, it's still not, not bad for, for 13 games. And he adds some with his rushing. He, yeah, I mean, surprising. 200 and almost 280 yards rushing. Yep. You wouldn't necessarily think that carry. he could do that, even though he was kind of mobile. The one thing he has to work on, though, is 
his fumbling issues. Fumbling he issues are huge. Of, he had a lot of fumbles last year, which is a and problem. fumbles lost at yeah. that. And the, and the that other was pre- always my biggest problem with Jameis Winston in the past. The interceptions yeah. I can get, I can live with a little the bit. Fumbles. but the fumbles are the killer. And the other thing that I would really like to see is the improvement on the offensive line. Thirty-eight yeah. sacks is yeah. is a lot of sacks, and that could be and, some of the fumbling problem. And I mean, you you look at some of the games where. When you're a rookie quarterback, you rely heavily on the running back. Mm-hmm. Saquon was not able to Missing do much time. with, that, yeah. with, with that, that offensive line. But it they did address a, it. It is a pretty good offense, though. I mean, you have Saquon, Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, Darius Slayton, who kind of broke out a little kinda bit as a rookie bit. at the yep. second half, Evan Ingram. So they have talent on the offense. And they didn't go out and get any new wide receivers no. in this heavy wide receiver yep. draft. They uh, they did a lot of offensive line upgrades, yep. upgraded some of the defense because their defense wasn't always the greatest. So I think Daniel Jones, we'll see. So yep. that's the case we got for Daniel Jones. Who you got next? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. He man. was my number one guy last year. Love Kyler. Big Kyler guy. Mm-hmm. What he did in college was special. And he did a lot of the same stuff in the NFL. He played all 16 games, started from week one, threw the ball the most of anyone on this list. The um, His highest completion percentage, 64.5%, per, which mm-hmm. is – Pretty good for a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. He only had four rushing touchdowns, though. They had a lot of red zone problems. He didn't have a, only 20 passing touchdowns, 12 interceptions. It's not terrible, but they had offensive. They had some offensive problems last year. They could not score the ball when they got into the red zone, but they added DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins. They have a great wide receiver core. Yeah. Larry, Kirk. I mean, I mean even Kenyon Drake is in there. Annabella. I mean, it's a good fantasy offense. Yeah. Especially if you're wanting to take Kyler Murray as a quarterback this year, you know the the biggest thing again. I mean, what 540? He was one of the yards, only, which is great. You always want a 500 rushing quarterback. That's a huge boost to your fantasy yeah. He stats. he had one of the best passing and rushing rookie seasons of all time last yeah. year. The only big concern that I have is he's he's usually pretty good with the ball. Mm-hmm. He doesn't turn it over a ton. No, but 48 sacks. Yeah, on that offensive line yeah. last year, and he didn't really do I mean, much that's to what, upgrade that's the what offensive Rosen, line. Rosen went through the same thing when his rookie season there. Yeah, two they years bolstered ago, so. the defense, so that hopefully they get more. Got, plays. Since he's mobile, it you think he can help get out of the pocket, but I don't really, it, it I don't sucks. like to rely on it that. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you got to be able to give time. Pocket. Yeah, you, you can't. If your if your pocket's closing, and there was games last year where he was just getting manhandled, mm-hmm. you know, so. I'm a little concerned with that offensive line, just kind of like I am with that Giants offensive line. So next, we got I got Drew Locke. Mm-hmm. Um, so Denver's second year quarterback. He's got he a, only played five games. Only five. Yeah, we have and limited. Only really, one big game. The other ones are pretty mediocre. Very mediocre. But he's got a really tough schedule this year. Yeah. So one his that's always his division. It, it always <laughs> seems like a tough to, division. Yeah, his division's tough. But then he's got Pittsburgh, New England, Buffalo, Carolina, big time yep. defenses. Yep. Um, he out of the three we've talked about, he's got the best QBR, eighty nine point seven. Yep. Um, he had a thousand, you know, yards. Again, we're only talking five games, seven. Second touchdowns. highest completion percentage. Second highest right. completion. Very, very close. I mean, couple. Not really known for off. his rushing either. No, did not um, do a lot of but that. But here's the big thing for me: five games, only four sacks. Yep. That offensive line's a little bit better. They've got a. To me, he only threw three interceptions. Yeah, they've got a very good rushing game as well. Um, but he and he didn't fumble that many times. No, 
Um, well, fumbles lost at least. And the wide receiver core, I love Judy with Goodness Sutton gracious. there. They did have a little problem connecting when Drew Locke came in there, but limited sample size. I think what we saw was promising enough. Noah Fant, who I really like, yep. big explosive player. He's going to be big. Gordon Lindsay, both pass catchers. So it's well, not a bad and, offense either. And I understand why some people they they see it with Locke because of the offense, the hype. Mm-hmm. It, it's probably going to get a lot louder. Well, and I'm not sure what's going on in Elway's mind. We we yep. can never figure this out. Nope. But it seems like this year he's trying to go all in with his quarterback. It's gonna, yeah, it's it's going to be drafted, Drew Locke's fault. They drafted another tight end. They got two wide receivers. Yep. It's an all-in year for Drew Locke. I don't know if it's because Elway's like, dude, I don't have much time left. I need to make this work. <laughs> but um, just just no good. So who we got last? Gardner. Gardner. And he was a late mention, but looking at the stats last year, I mean, he was a top 20 quarterback, played 14 games. So I thought he deserved some mention in here. His yeah. offense isn't quite on the level of the other players. DJ Chark's in there. D.D. Westbrook, who's a fine wide receiver. Chris Conley. Leonard Fournette out of the backfield. Drafted Chenault. Yeah, and they are committed to him. Yep. They got rid of Nick Foles. This mm-hmm. is Gardner's show. New offensive coordinator. So hopefully... And don't get me wrong. They, we keep hearing the tank for Trevor mm-hmm. kind of coming out of there. They did get rid of a lot of their defense. Yeah, that defense is in I shambles. Think, yeah, I think it's going to be kind of either Minshew's time to shine, but they don't have a lot invested either, though. No, he was a late-round pick. One thing I really like, though, 21 touchdowns, six interceptions. That's, that is great. That's not bad. Held on to yeah, the ball. Pretty and good. he also can, is surprisingly fast. Yep. So my pick, though, if I had to bet, it would be Kyler. But I think the, yeah. dark, host, the dark horse is Daniel Jones. Yeah. So Daniel I agree. Daniel Jones last year, I mean, he had some monster games. I mean, he had four games over 35 points. But a lot of the other games were lackluster. Kind of disappointing. Kyler was the more steady guy. So I would put my bet on Kyler because he also showed the high end. But. Dark horse for me would be Daniel Jones. So I I love Kyler this year. I think Kyler is gonna mm. would be my pick as well. I think if if I was going into a fantasy draft yep. and I had to pick one of these four, I'm going Kyler Murray. Yeah, but what I have seen though is the price difference. The so, price difference is huge. Like Baker last year, He's, he could be yeah. too high for me. Yeah, he so. could be too high. My dark horse though, as much as I really like Daniel Jones, it it's got to be Drew Locke. I'm not always a massive fan of Mizzou quarterbacks, <laughs> but in in the in the in the 10 zone. So he was probably one of the most accurate quarterbacks throwing touchdowns in the 10 zone. I mean, almost 90% he was yeah. throwing touchdowns in the 10 zone. A lot so of teams don't pass there. They don't pass, but they do. And so I'm curious to see what Melvin Gordon can bring. So my dark horse pick would be Drew Locke. Okay. All right. So now. The fun part. The fun part. We are going to be jumping into our top 12 Number one running backs for this year. These are the most important guys in fantasy football. Every Only because year. they just because some of them not always enough because some of them are two players in one position. That is true. Usually, your top few are definitely going to be two and one. They're going to be your number one wide receiver and your number one. running These are back. the players who can average twenty points a game, if not more, as we saw last year. Um. All right, so. Do you want to jump in with your number one? Number I'm one, sure we have the I, same. Yeah, I feel like we're going <laughs> to. Yeah, quarterback will probably be the same, too. We both have the same, but it's Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. You got to give it to him. What he did last year, one of the best fantasy running back seasons of all time. Yeah. I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous. It was a cheat code. I mean, he had 116 targets, was 
more than some wide receivers we've spoken about in the last two episodes. Uh, 287 attempts on the ground for 1,300 yards, 15 touchdowns combined. I mean, the dude was a monster. Yeah, the I mean, in the year before, he finished at number three, and then his the year before that, 11. So, I mean, he had the progression. It's just the passing work, man. It yeah. is insane. Well, and... And the reception is more valuable than a rushing attempt. Yeah. It's just, it's you, get just a, the, you get a point where, yeah. versus no point. So the fact that he can, you know, sometimes come out of a game with 15 receptions, I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. you're going to take that any day of the week. So with Teddy coming in town, they drafted a running back. And I, I, I wanted to go back through some of Teddy's history, and I, I didn't see anything to concern me about Teddy not passing to the running back. I didn't either. I think he did, you know, he... He's a, he's capable. I think he does a lot of dump off just in case, mm-hmm. you know, because um, he's not going to be. And they're a guy not that's a, run they're not a very vertical offense either. They well, have a new Matt head Rule, coach coming Matt in, Rule yeah, from in. the college offense. So there's that little concern. The one thing though is I am con- wondering if he's going to be on the field as much as he has been in the past. Yeah, I mean it is like ninety eight percent. Yeah, I mean, like, it is ninety eight. He's missing like. A couple plays a year. The field like goals. it is insane <laughs> he's how much he is on the field. The field goals. I mean, I'm, he is one of the. I mean, he's built for it. Mm-hmm. But you just why take that risk? Just let him have a couple extra snaps a game off. Well, and like, each year since he's been drafted has increased and increased yep. and increased. And I mean, he just got a monster contract. Yep. So I don't see them not going to be utilizing him like they have in the past. But for their own benefit, they need to maybe lessen it yep. a little bit. And bringing up his contract, one of the things I noticed about looking at the top running backs, there's a lot of contract just talk in general. New mm-hmm. deals, players on contract years. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people getting paid and people wanting to get paid. Right. So that could be interesting. All right. So I'm going to jump in with my number two guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where there, there's been a little bit of a discussion because mm-hmm. it, can, it can go a couple different ways. But I'm going with Saquon Barkley. Me too. Okay. I have seen I have those scenes. Some people Zeke, have them at one. I've seen Zeke at, at two. I've seen Zeke at one. I've seen Barkley at one. Yep. Um, but I've got Barkley at two. Very similar to last year. Very, yeah. And I mean, he only played thirteen games last year. He had some injury concerns. His he was once he got hurt and came back, he was it took him a while to get back into it, but when he got back into it running like he normally does, you could tell and he was a monster that part. He took mm-hmm. people to the playoffs. Yeah. And and one of the reasons why I don't have him at number one is because I do feel like sometimes he's a boom or bust game. And what I mean by that is... Well, there he, was a little shift with Daniel Jones coming in from Eli Well, true. But, but sometimes I could see Barkley having 10 rushes for 20 yards and then has a rush for 70. Yeah, well, yeah. And that, then now that, he's relevant. The first part of the season, I mean, there was a stretch where he was... Barely over 50 yards a game yeah. averaging. So, I mean, there but, was, but that was some of the injury and everything. So, right. And, and going to the year before, he had 121 targets, which is insane. Yep. So, that was, that was the other thing. The his, his receptions went way down last year. Yeah. Well, his touchdowns also regressed a lot, too. He went from 15 to he, eight. Yeah. For uh, reference, he went from 121 targets his rookie year to 73 last year. Yeah. So, that's and a even big drop-off. And, and again, there's a three-game difference, but he also had a drop-off from 261 for rushing attempts to 217. Yep. So, I mean, you know, so I th- I think this this coming year, though, I, I think definitely he's think more like his back. rookie season than it was last year. Yeah, I for think sure. there was some stuff murking the water last ground. year. Yeah, and 
ever since game one, it was immediate. You realize Saquon Barkley was a special guy. That's why he was drafted number two. Yep. And, I mean, his rookie season, I mean, he finished number one. So, <laughs> What are you going to do? He's a monster. <laughs> you want to get to number three? Buys Barkley. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> three. I got Zeke. I got Zeke as okay. well. So I'm a little surprised because typically um, we're not that consistent. No. <laughs> when we pick, when we, when we scout out our players. Go ahead and tell me about Zeke. I mean, you know exactly what you're getting with Zeke. He is every year, if he's played the time, only one season where he missed a significant amount of games, and that was because of a suspension. But I mean, his rookie season finished two. His last year, he finished three. The year before that, five. I mean, he just gets monster volume. The only problem, and at this point, I'm just thinking it's never going to come, is his receiving work. He gets yeah. fine. I mean, it's fine, but that's the thing. If he got some of the receiving work closer to Saquon, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, these other guys, he would probably be my number one guy. He just, he doesn't get it. And when we're looking at, and the thing with Zeke is he gets the targets sometimes, Mm -hmm. but when you look at some of the passes, they're not always passes. They're, they're kind of almost the throwing it away. Yeah. You know, Dak is a little bit under pressure. I mean, cause in in the second option, Dak's not looking to pass Zeke. It just happens. Right. And but in 2018 he had 95 targets, but if you go back and look at those targets, they weren't always catchable. And he is one of those rare guys where you just he can handle the workload. I don't I don't see a problem with him with ever with injury. Mm-hmm. He's just one of those kind of guys. But last year, I mean, it's hard to say you could be disappointed in the finish he had last year, but he really he didn't really give you those high end weeks last year. Like mm-hmm. we're used to seeing Zeke Mol- like which is crazy to say. Game. He had 14 touchdowns last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, no, he never he never had a bad game. Right. He just never had, a, like, an incredible a game. game. So, I mean, he had 1,300 yards, 14 touchdowns, which is great. 300 rushing attempts, which is about what he usually gets year yep. after year. And the offense, I mean, they've made their commitments. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's It's going to be go. interesting to see, though, if Zeke kind of trails off this year. One of the concerns, and the reason I don't have him in the top two spots they're kind of almost shifting to like an air raid offense almost. I mean, they've got three talented, very yeah. talented wide receivers now. I don't know what the thought process is going to be with Mike McCarthy, but you can't have these three talented wide receivers and then also this talented running back. And I'm just curious to see if they can feed everybody. Yeah. And they still got a decent tight end. So, <laughs> yeah, I do. Blake like Jarwin's no, ch- uh, you know, no slub. So, so number four, you want to go? Number four. This is my boy, though. This is my boy. I've got Dalvin Cook. Okay. Is this where we first first getting different? He's at six for me. Okay. So I absolutely love this dude. He finally did it last year. He did. This is the the Dalvin Cook that I thought we were going to see every year coming out of Florida State. Yep. He is an absolute monster. Um, he has dealt with injuries though. Injuries has been his biggest thing, his biggest culprit of why he's not been able to be him. But last year, uh, just came out and was a just a beast. And the and the the difference was is they brought in an offense that was run first. Yep. Instead of all of these we're going to try and throw the ball downfield. Well, the their passing game was kind of pretty inconsistent last year. They lost Adam Thielen at a time. Mm-hmm. One of the main reasons though why he's at 6 for me is last year was the only year we actually saw it and he didn't really make it through. If yeah. you he he didn't it, he, he only he played might, 14 games. You might have got to the playoffs, but 
he didn't give you anything in the playoffs. I did get to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah, this guy had Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin <laughs> Cook on his team. That was that was my that was my one two punch last year. Yeah. Um, and the reason that he ended up having the season he did, and, and if you look at his 2018 stats, he went from four touchdowns to 13. Yep. So obviously, right there, that's gonna jump you from the a, receiving work was really good. 63 mm-hmm. targets, 53 receptions, half a thousand yards. He didn't actually have a receiving touchdown, which is odd, but it is very odd. It. Watching their offense last year, it's weird because they really don't have a great offensive line. But the the holes Dalvin Cook was running through last year were, were some of the biggest holes yeah. I've ever seen. In I've my never life. seen someone go five six yards downfield and still not even get touched yet. Yeah, like, I mean they couldn't. And when you have, the ball when great, you have but, Dalvin Cook running through those holes, it's a little different. Yeah, I mean, I mean he'll get through pretty quick. You can't stop him at that point. So that's my my number four because I absolutely love him. So he's yeah, at your six. I, I, I mean, the talent, he, he showed he can give you that hot. I mean, he can be elite. His floor is. It's just injury. Floor. I mean, his rookie season, he played four games. Last year, he um, 14 games. The year before that, 11 games. But he's always had the injury problem. And last year, it caught up with him again. If he's healthy, I don't see him ever not being in the top five. Yeah, if he plays, if he can play sixteen games, I don't, or I at don't, least if he can get to fourteen, I don't hate that. But it is a contract year for Delvin Cook too, so that should probably be some added motivation. Yeah, like I was saying, that you're going to hear that a lot. Yeah, contract. All right, year. so if I've got Dalvin, you've got him at six. Who you got at four? Four. I have Alvin Kamara. Okay, I got him at five. Okay, I came up. I mean, look, last year a lot like Saquon, he dealt with the injury and he wasn't quite right when he came back. Dealt with Drew Brees heading out of the mix. He still finished pretty good last year. He finished at number 12. Year before that, though, four. Year before that, three. So we've seen the incredible high end from him. And he, watching a running back, there's different characteristics of running backs. Some Mm -hmm. have incredible speed. Some have incredible strength. The one thing about Alvin Kamara that has always amazed me is his balance. Mm -hmm. It is, I mean, I don't know how he gets around these people, how he can stay up off the ground. He is just an incredible. I mean, he has has the speed and everything else, too. But that's the one thing I always notice when I'm watching Alvin Kamara is the balance. Yeah. And and one of the biggest reasons he had a drop off. I mean, he went from 18 touchdowns. Yeah, he was touchdown monster his first two years. And yeah, last year he had five rushing touchdowns, one receiving touchdown, which just that's not even. And he had 97 targets, 81 receptions, 171 attempts. I mean, you're never going to get a ton of rushing not like these other guys in the top 10. It's just when you're getting 100 targets every year at a running back and when you're as talented as Alvin Kamara, you can make up for that with the touchdowns and everything else. And he's still an incredible running back. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's never going to be, a, I don't, I can't foresee him ever being a thousand yard rusher. Um, but again, like you said, with his, yeah, his, his closest better. has been just under 900 yards. Yeah. His receiving ability is just incredible. Yep. And again, he's very consistent too. Um, he's always he's always going to be there. The big concern that I have, and the reason I have him as low, and I've actually thought about dropping him lower, even, is because he was able to do that when he had another running back mm-hmm. with Mark Ingram. He was the tone setter to offset Mark Ingram, and since he's been gone, and so is it a product of just he had an off year or was it the product of just that one, two punch? It's just, I mean, it's a great offense. So naturally there's going to be more scoring attempts. It, um, Alvin Kamara, he's also in a contract year. So 
trying to get paid. They just paid out all that money. But I mean, if Breeze goes down, it could be bumpy with Jameis Winston. Yeah, who I mean, knows? And I mean, they also brought in Emmanuel Sanders, which is the first time I feel like they've mm-hmm. actually had a really solid number two. Yep. To kind of offset. So will it be more of a passing offense? It, it is going to be interesting to see what happens with Alvin Kamara. I actually traded Alvin Kamara um, because I was really nervous and I was actually kind of happy I did. Really? You know, I traded him after 2018, so I didn't have him this past year. Okay. However, I have he was made, on the team that won the league. In our, so. in our dynasty league, <laughs> I have made last year. I made multiple offers for Alvin Kamara, and I made one offer in this offseason, and I was not able to get him. Not able. I to get do him. think I was trying to get on the bounce back last year by low on Alvin Kamara, but yeah. I guess the owner saw through that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes that happens in, in the dynasty leagues. All right, so. I've got Kamara at number six. So are at um what is it? One, two, three, four. I've got him at yeah, five. So I'm gonna jump to my number six because you had Dalvin Cook. Let me say my five real quick. Oh, okay, go ahead. Derek Henry. Okay, cool. This was a hard one for me. I, I really debated him and Dalvin Cook. But I I think Derek Henry, it's taken a long time, but I think he's finally arrived and I, I see it staying. So I've got him at six. So that's who I was gonna okay. who I was gonna mention too. Awesome. Um, I think I think Derrick Henry. I when, <sighs> when Tannehill came in, it was a different offense. They could actually it was a different feel for sure. Yeah, I mean he led the league in rushing last year with fifteen hundred fifty yards, sixteen rushing touchdowns. I don't really understand though why they don't give him more passing work. Every year he's it is he, interesting. I mean, he has these huge plays in the screen game. Why don't you throw him the ball? I mean, a he barely gets twenty receptions a year. Yeah. So I mean, I think, but you don't have to count on that for Derrick Henry. It's you know he is going to get the ball probably the most in the NFL. It's probably him or Zeke who's and they've rush not the ball really most. changed much of their offense no. this year. So that's still going to be a run first with Derrick Henry, which is why I have him where he's at. I don't see him. I don't see him being better than what he was last year, though. And I and that's, well, the, and I that's the thing. A full season of Tannehill, I think, can make up for that first part. We'll see. Yeah, we'll 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 have to see. But I can't see him outproducing what he did. Um, so I think there'll be a little bit of a, reg- a regression there. But uh, I mean, Derrick Henry, he's on the franchise tag this year, so they, they yeah, might because they couldn't deal, figure out a deal. But as it stands, this is his last year on the. Well, it's just a one-year franchise tag, so he's looking to get the big money. They kind of and he needs maybe to stay made, They kind of maybe made the decision Tannehill or Henry, which one was going to get the franchise tag. Mm-hmm. They decided to pay Tannehill, put Henry on the franchise tag. So it'll be interesting. It's a, it, running back. It, it's weird, man. It sucks because these players come in and they produce immediately, and they're on their rookie deals. They don't get paid, and then what? Five, four, five years later, when they've been used up. They still might have talent, but no one wants to give them that four or five year contract at right. that point. Right. So these players now are realizing they've got to show out and prove that they are still at the top of their game to get these contracts. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's enough motivation, but sometimes it just it can't happen. So, yeah, I, I do like Derrick Henry, but when it comes to like a redraft league this year, if you're really wanting to go and doesn't go miss it. time. He doesn't typically. He missed a game last year. Yeah, but I think that was more they realized they were they making. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't need to use him. Um, but uh, the thing is, 
I'm going to try and stay away from them, though. Really? The franchise tag makes me nervous. And the reason is, is because will there come a point where maybe he twists an ankle and he's like, you know what? Might not be worth it. I need that. I need that contract. And if he gets hurt, he might not get it. Um, you know, we've seen that with, with Lev Bell. He, he decided to sit out. Melvin Gordon decided to sit out. So I'm not sure if Henry is going to have that mentality or not. Yeah. But it does make me kind of nervous. So I do not plan on drafting him. Even though I have him at six, I do not plan on drafting him. Okay. All right. So who you you who you have at six then? I had Dalvin Cook, like so we Dalvin said Cook. earlier. So you said you had Henry at six? I've got Henry at six. Okay, so who so you have at seven? I think we're all caught up. Yeah, seven. And I love this player, Joe Mixon. Oh, geez. And a little high for me, bro. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I got him at ten. Man, I love the talent of Joe Mixon. Last year, I, I mean, last year everyone thought the Miami Dolphins were going to be bad, and the <laughs> Bengals blew them out of the water. They everyone were, thought the Dolphins were going to tank for two, which they still got, yeah, but not at one. <laughs> master plan, but I mean, it was bad last year. At the beginning, I mean, there were people dropping Joe Mixon last year, and they took him early second last year. I mean, it was it was sad. If you took Joe Mixon... His first two weeks, he had eight points. Yeah, if you took Joe Mixon, you... Again, not to not to brag here, guys, but... If you had him after week eight, though... I had Cook in the second round where was someone could have yeah. taken Mixon. If, <laughs> if you held on, though, and after week eight, he was like a top five running back. I mean, the talent has always been there. Watching him, it's always been there. It was... It, I'm blaming the offense. I'm blaming coaching. Where he's finished, yeah. Because um, he Zach also Taylor's first year. Oh, and... He can catch very well. The year coming out, he could have been in the argument for most talented running back that year. Other yeah. issues had him fall in the draft. Yeah. But the talent has always been there. It's been undeniable. I think Zach Taylor finally getting, you know, Joe Burrow's franchise quarterback. They've got some... Adding you know, some receiving adding help. Adding some receivers with T. Higgins. What's A.J. Green going to look yep. like this year? They still have... Um, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Is John Ross still there? Yep. John Ross is still there. Who... Again, has talent, but just never been able to figure it out. So we'll see if this year can he can figure it out. So there's some pieces there. And I mean, Giovanni Bernard's there, but you don't have to worry about him. No, he's not going to take any touches. In fact, he might not ever be talking No, about. I mean, it's honestly amazing. He was able to almost be a top 10 running back last year after the start he had. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it took him to week eight, halfway through the season. But that's just how good he was after <laughs> Yeah, that. exactly. But the year before that, he was a top 10 running back. So, I mean, we've seen it before. Back-to-back over... Clearly over a thousand yards. His well, yards that's why I have always been 10. good. Yeah, you know, so it does make. And sense. his touchdowns were pretty low last year. Five rushing touchdowns, so that could and probably go three up. Three receiving. And, but yeah, I think that's more just it was a bad offense. You just don't get the opportunity. They didn't move the ball last yep. year, so I mean, you know, you you can definitely see running backs kind of fall off a little bit when the offense can't yep. move the ball. It's hard for a running back to take it all on their shoulders. So, so my number. We're at seven, right? Yep. So my number seven, I'm going to jump on the train, man. This is the only way I can say it. Nick Chubb. Really? I'm, I'm, I'm I, doing it, man. man. I, I have I to. I feel bad. I, I feel bad. You're probably going to hate me after this. Uh, He's my 12. Oh, geez. So, well, I mean, that's your problem, not mine. It's, so Nick Chubb, man. I, it's, the, it's, it's not Nick Chubb. It's not Nick Chubb. Kevin Stefanski, man. It's Kareem Hunt. It really worries me. Last year, I had Nick Chubb. He was my second round pick. That that league where Caleb had Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. I yep. took David Johnson and then Nick Chubb. The Nick, Nick Chubb, Chubb the first half good. of the season. I mean, it was Caleb in first place for ninety percent of the season. Yeah, me in second place for ninety percent of the season. Okay, but 
when Kareem Hunt came back, it, I mean, it Nick did Chubb take changed. some stuff away, but he was still very, very good. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, at any moment, Chubb can take the ball a hundred yards and go through five people. I yep. mean, he is incredible. He does not get the receptions and targets that you think because he can catch the well, ball very well. He, yeah, he started la- at, until Kareem Hunt got there. His receiving work was pretty good, but that yep. once Kareem—I mean, it was pretty Kareem much, Hunt he kind got of took over the third, that. the third down. And that's—I mean, it, Kareem. Every time I'm thinking of Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt is in the back of my mind. I just—I can't get it out of my mind because I Kareem Hunt is incredibly talented. I'm really surprised. I understand why they picked him up. I mean, it, it cost him like a million dollars last year. Yeah, it didn't cost him anything. So. I, but I didn't think he was going to stay. Well, so yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, is Nick Chubb's played 16 games both years. Yep. Uh, 1,400 yards last year, the year before, almost 1,000. Yeah, he probably he was on pace until Derrick Henry started exploding right. to lead the league in rushing. Right. So, on, and I on, still on, think... On under 300 attempts. Right. He when, had and you look at yards. Henry was at 303. Chubb was at 298. So yeah, give averaging him, five yards a carry. <laughs> And here's the here's the one thing that's concerned that concerned me a little bit about Nick Chubb because I might put him higher because last year if you look at his red zone touchdowns yeah that he that's was what I was going to bring efficient. up no I mean he could have had a lot more he but had, he had I don't eight rushing him. touchdowns but he could have had a lot more I don't blame him I blame that terrible offensive line yep and the thing is is you look at what they did in the draft this year they went and they brought in some more talent they brought in um you know another guard to be able to help and solidify that veteran presence on that offensive line. I fully believe that Cleveland's offensive line is going to be way better this year, and Nick Chubb, his efficiency is going to skyrocket in the in the Tinsen. Yeah, I think the Cleveland Browns is going to be a much better offense this year, but that's also another reason why I'm kind of hesitant on Nick Chubb because last year he was the only thing that was working for him pretty much. That is true. Jarvis Landry at towards the second half of the season kind of started yeah. – working Odell but wasn't really I mean, it was much. it was just chubb throughout the whole year pretty much was the only thing that they could count on but kevin stefanski again is a run first coach and so i still think that they're going to run first which is going to help baker a lot with his rpo stuff that he's really good at that he did not get to yeah. utilize last year i mean i i don't regret taking him in the second round last year because i wouldn't regret it at all because I, I had a top five running back for the first 10 weeks of the season, I'm a huge waiver wire guy. Anyone, yeah. any league I'm ever in, we're talking like 60, uh, at least 60 yeah. moves a year. Like I, yeah. if, I'm if active. He if he's I'm not over there. 50. No. It, so I, I, I make things work. Yeah. I, I can recover from a, a, an average to bad draft, but you so also, I don't regret the pick. You but, do the whole thing. You'll drop somebody to pick up two people to drop another person just yeah. to see what happens that week. You, you know, I mean, that's, that's your waiver. Um, strategy, strategy, whatever. <laughs> hey, man, it's your strategy if it works for you. But no, I think Nick Chubb is, is uh, Nick Chubb is going to be an elite running back this year under Kevin Stefanski's also uh, offense and with that offensive line getting a lot better. So my number eight, and I have him in Dynasty League. Last year it was a little frustrating, but it's Aaron Jones. Hmm. And I have seen a lot of people. He's going to crash and burn this year. You're going to get duped by Aaron Jones. But I just think the town's going to win out, man. Like, yeah, he had a lot of touchdowns. But, I mean... A lot. Is their I passing... Mean, is, 19 is do insane. You, do you see their passing game improving? No, I mean, they didn't do anything to help solidify their offensive. No. Anything. They and didn't get any wide receivers. he was a high snap percentage guy last year. No. It's just crazy efficiency. And his receiving work finally 
caught up to how talented he is in the game. 68 targets, 50 receptions, almost 500 yards, added another three touchdowns in the receiving game. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a monster. So I have him at number 11. Okay. And the only reason I have him at number 11 is it's not the talent. I, I, have, I, I mean, Jones, yeah, I've seen him all over the place. And, I but, think Aaron Jones is amazing. Yeah, I, I, I've been on him a couple years. It, it was Royce Freeman's rookie year. So yeah. two years ago, I drafted Royce Freeman that year, like three or four. And like a little bit into the season, I kind of saw the writing on the wall. Royce yeah. Freeman is not going to happen. And Bail. I saw Aaron Bail. Jones. I liked what I saw. I made the trade straight up. Royce Freeman for Aaron Jones. And that's probably one of the best trades I've ever made in my life. Yeah, that, that's good. I would have been very off. happy with yeah, that. Yeah, it paid off. The, th- the thing with Aaron Jones is Matt LaFleur. I just, I don't, I don't know if it's just an under, like, when, when we say that he has 19 touchdowns, don't get me wrong, that's an insane amount of touchdowns. But the utilization, Jamal Williams would come into this game at just yeah. random parts. Yeah. When even if Aaron Jones oh, is crushing I mean, Yeah, I've been on the, yeah, for two years. How many games have we watched together where we're like, Oh, dude, he broke another. Oh, no, that was Williams. Yep. And it's just like you, you didn't really need to do that when you have an Aaron Jones on your team that can really kind of take over and solidify him as the number one running back. And, I mean, I had him in a dynasty league all last year. I rode the highs and lows, and mm-hmm. I think the highs are worth the lows. Yeah. Because they weren't as many lows as I think some people are making it out to be. It was like three or four really I bad think, games. Yeah. But when you but when your great games are just about fifty points, <laughs> I mean, you automatically win that week. There's nothing yeah. the other team can do. Yeah. I mean, that's like having it Lamar is a Jackson contract year team. for Aaron Jones. Like I said, we're going to be mentioning that a lot. Yeah. So, but um, but again, they didn't really they do drafted, much. They did draft a running back, but I. I really don't. I see that more as Jamal and I'm Williams. This too. They also drafted a quarterback for no reason to. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Let's just not take their let's their just, drafting advice. Yeah. Their they don't know what they're doing. Their drafting advice was was terrible. <laughs> they their first two picks were not were useless, yeah. and then the rest of their picks were on defense. Yeah. So uh, y- you look at what they did. They didn't get any help for for any help on wide receivers. Um. And, and so Aaron Jones, as I do see his ceiling, could be very very high. Yeah, because I mean, there's we've nothing seen the there. Number two yeah. guy last year. There, I mean, there's nothing up there. Yeah, but I just get a little nervous. He does. He did have a little injury tag on him, mm-hmm. but last year, yeah, 18, he wrote he it out. So that's fading as time goes on. So, yeah, I just get a little little hesitant with, with Green Bay court, uh, running backs, you know. But I also do think that when you look at the season Aaron Rodgers had last year. Yep. You could see that and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's getting older. Yeah, he's you could see that he was heavily to do relying. He used to do so. Yeah, yeah. he was yeah, relying on that run. He game. was Aaron Jones' biggest advocate last year. Oh yeah, when everyone Huge. was yelling at them, get Aaron Jones the ball more. Aaron Rodgers was right alongside everyone. Well, they have get the same him name on the field. They have the same name, so of course they're advocating for each other. <laughs> so, I, again, don't mind it, but I have him a little bit farther down. I can't. I wouldn't I, take him I mean, over I than do, the other people. I, I do understand it because, yeah, if you believe the touchdowns are way too high, and he cuts that in half, yeah, it's going to take a big dip. But I, I believe he might not be able to produce. At I mean, I don't, he might not. Yeah, get twenty touchdowns, but I do see him at like getting fourteen, sixteen, probably. So my next, so my eight, and and oh, dude, you know that I'm a huge fan of this guy, and I am so jacked for this season. I was a huge fan of him in Miami. Okay, there and, we go. And now that he's in Arizona, Kenyon Drake, yep. my guy. I am so pumped. 
because he's finally out of Miami where they just could not figure out how to give him the ball. Well, they just I, we don't know what they were we doing. We saw the flashes. They just wouldn't. They just didn't. They just didn't want yeah, to do it. Just, and he finally went to Arizona and behind David Johnson, I might add. But David Johnson at that had point, issues. yeah, at that point, it wasn't really David Johnson. Kenyon Drake is going to take over this football team as their number well, one they, running they, back. They paid him. They, and they, yeah. And he ended up finishing. He had 800, 817 when he came yards. In, I mean, it was on a short touchdown. On a short week playing San Francisco last year, whose run defense was probably the best in the NFL. I think, think they were number one. He demolished. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was an incredible game to watch. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand that their offense is an air raid offense. But Kenyon Drake can catch the ball. But I mean, no, they proved it last. I mean, they want to use one guy. Yeah. And whoever they think is the best, and they picked Kenyon Drake. Yeah. It's so, going to be Kenyon yeah, Drake. I, I have him at ten. Yeah. So yeah, I think, I think, I think the ceiling, the sky. Yeah, the sky's. I don't the know what I'm saying yeah. right now, but I like it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I th- I think you know, like you're going to say, the sky's the limit. Yep. That's and, it. That's uh, it. I got you, buddy. Thank you. And so the, yeah, I think Kenyon Drake could could easily. If if I came out, if I was drafting right now, if he was my number one running back, I'm not that unhappy. I'm just I'm not. Looking at the game logs, if you had him for the playoffs in the championship week fifteen and sixteen, he put up week fifteen playoff time, forty points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> week sixteen championship game, thirty three points. I yeah. mean Guess who didn't have him? People are gonna remember not. that. Well, yeah, I actually <laughs> I, I tried trading for him. The I whole wasn't year. gonna. I wasn't gonna tell anyone, but I had him last year before the season started and traded him. But oh, that's unfortunate. I mean, I ended up getting other players that I'm happy with. So, but yeah, I mean, I thought he was gonna be stuck in Miami on the worst team. Yeah, that's there's ever been. But yeah. I think all that's that what happened though. Is anybody that had him in a dynasty league that may have gotten him before that trade? It was super giddy. Yeah, because the year before that, in a PPR setting, he finished 14. So I mean, we've seen he's always been underutilized. Yeah, still, exactly. He had 120 attempts that year on the ground. He's so, a I fringe mean, running back one on one of the worst teams that could that didn't really give him the ball. No. Nope. So now that he's in Arizona, they're gonna give him the ball. They're gonna just say, "Hey, do your thing." Mm-hmm. I firmly believe that Kenyon Drake is gonna be a stinking monster yep. this season. And similar to, Joe- I will have his jersey at some point. <laughs> And similar to Joe Mixon, how bad the beginning of their season were, it's kind of amazing he was able to finish where he did on 17. Yeah, for sure. All right, man, what you got next? Nine. Rookie last year. Awesome dude. Mm-hmm. Incredibly talented. I think I think, I think he broke the most tackle, most elusive running back last year. Yeah. Lost Vegas Raiders. Yep. Josh Jacobs. Make sure Las Vegas yeah, Raiders. Yeah, I had, I had <laughs> them, in San, them in San Diego. Yeah. I, 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 I love it. I actually have the same pick. I've got him at nine as awesome. well. I, I traded for him last year. Lucky, by and the way. so happy with that. As much as I am a good friend of Carlos, yep. I was not a fan of that trade. Well, I gave him carry-on. I don't care. He's a Detroit Lions fan. He's so. from Detroit. I get it, but... That was dumb. <laughs> they are not even the same. No. Josh Jacobs is the future of that team. I and, think. And the crazy part in 13 games, he finished at um 
Sorry. You don't have that one up? Yeah. yeah. Well, He's the one guy I didn't write down the rank for last year. Smooth. Well, 13 games, I'll take over here saying that he's got 1,100 Eight, yards. 18 in 13 games. He was ranked at 18? Yeah. Finished? No passing work. And coming out of college, last year at the draft season, coming out of college, I mean, he had passing work on being facetious. He, right. Watching his tape, because my concern was, can he handle the workload? I think he's going to be maybe a third down guy, only only getting passing work. That was completely flipped. Watching his college tape, I mean, he was catching 40-yard dimes from Tua down the yeah. field. I mean, this dude is incredible in the passing game. But some of the stuff I have heard is it wasn't because he can't catch the ball. It's because they were worried about pass blocking. So hopefully year two, more time in the offense. He's on the field more. But watching the talent, I mean, he's, he is one of those players that so it just good. seems like he breaks the first tackle every time. He yeah. is incredible. He, he'll never get brought down by the first guy. You're right, though. He only had 27 receptions last which year. Is in, which is mean, really, really low for a top it's crim- running it's, back. It's criminal. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking at your top in a, your number one running backs, 27 is not that's not that's not enough. No, we saw high end games from him. I mean, if he's not going to have the touchdowns, because again, you know, you look at a, like a Derek, Henry, and it wasn't a good offense last too. year. So, but, but I mean, almost twelve hundred yards in his rookie season at almost mm-hmm. five a clip, mm-hmm. two hundred forty two attempts. I mean, seven it, touchdowns. His I mean, season great, did not go how I thought it was going to go. So, no, I was not I a mean, fan I'm of his pleas- landing. Spot. I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah, exactly. I was not a fan of him landing at the Raiders. No. Um. And honestly, we can, you know, I'm not a fan of that team. <laughs> I don't think I look at their drafts and I don't know what John Gruden likes to do in his drafts, but his drafting style is very strange to me. Yep. However, Josh Jacobs was one of the best picks he's picked. Yep. Um, this year they went out and got another receiver. Wasn't a fan of, of Henry yeah, Ruggs going Ruggs there, but, you know, we'll see if maybe there's just something that we, we aren't seeing. No. Um, but Josh Jacobs is is one of the best running backs the Raiders have had in a, an extremely long time. I mean, I'm and trying to think, but stay healthy. I mean, it might he's, be Bo Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, stay healthy. He's gonna be elite. I love him. For yeah, many, I love many, him. Many, many yeah, I, I'm I'm a big like every year like I buy one or two shirts of some of my favorite players in the NFL. Yep. This year, I bought Kenny Galladay and Josh Jacobs. Yep, mine's gonna be Kenyon Drake. I have to figure out my second one. But might be Josh Jacobs as well, because I I am really awesome. jumping on that train. So my number 10 and my number 11. So I'm just going to go through them both because we've already talked about them, Okay. which is Joe Mixon. I've got at 10 yep. and I've got Aaron Jones at 11. Okay. We don't really need to go go through them again. The reason I have them back where they are, I'm a little nervous with the Bengals offense. Yep. Um, It's not the talent. Joe Mixon is, is, is amazing, but I... Let's just see, man. I don't know. I don't even know how I feel about Joe Burrows. Yeah. Like, I go back and forth. Can okay, he even be quarterbacks are tough, man. They're tough. It is. So, and Especially then Aaron, if they're not the most mobile guys. Usually the more mobile guys are the more they fantasy They say he's mobile. Guys, but, you know, yeah, he but, can run, but I wouldn't say when I think of Joe Burrow, running quarterback isn't the isn't first the thing third, I think Yeah, of. isn't the first thing I think anticipation, downfield, you know, the ability to throw downfield. So if you, so if you said you're 10 on 11, I'll say my 11 mm-hmm. is Miles Sanders, another rookie running back last year. And I mean, it's a tough debate. I have him one spot above Nick Chubb. The only thing that concerns me, though, with Miles Sanders is the offense. They're not a big one guy kind of a system. Bo Scott had a lot of touches last year. No, yeah. Jordan Howard, when he was in there, it, Miles Sanders, I mean, he, he had some monster games at the second half of the season, but he was the only guy there. 
And the one thing that's floating out there that I was really happy didn't sign in Seattle is Devontae Freeman. I, I see the most likely landing spot for him is Philadelphia. If that happens, that's unfortunate. Miles Sanders will probably move down in my mind. But as of yeah. it stands right now, if he's the only guy, I see him as RB one. Yeah, I I think well, he's 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 a good all around. Yeah, I got have good him at twelve. Work. Okay, so I have him to round up my twelve because I do. I I agree with you. He's kind of the only guy up there. Yep. And he proved last year. He played sixteen games. Was healthy. And and again, not a bad rookie campaign. Eight hundred and eighteen yards. No, six it was touchdowns. just it was. I mean, when Jordan Howard was there, his snap percentages, though, were incredibly low. But once he took over, had a very, very good yeah. season. Yeah, had some and, monster games. I mean, and he's also, by the way, I, I want to mention this. One of the reasons why I lost in my championship game. So he kind of was a jerk to me in week 16. So, But <laughs> I, will, I will give him the benefit of the doubt, though, even though he, he hosed me there. Um. I wouldn't mind having him. I, I don't know if I would necessarily say if he was my first running back, I'd be a little skeptical and a little nervous. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah, I mean, he's number 11, he's a number 11 for me. He's on that borderline. Yeah. He's on that borderline. And I've got a few that I've ranked below that I could kind of shift up, but if he's going to be the only guy, yep. and it's, that's, it's kind of like Chris Carson yeah, up in stands, Seattle. Yeah. We'll get to him next yeah, week. Yeah, probably very next similar. Week. Very it's close. Very similar <laughs> stuff. And they could they could easily swap. But I mean, yeah, these snap percentages when Jordan Howard was there. I mean, we're talking like 35, 40% snap percentages and just a handful of rushing attempts and a target or two. I mean, mm-hmm. in some of those games he was able to produce with just big plays. But when it, I mean, when it was Miles Sanders time, he showed up. And I mean, people forget he came out of Penn State the year after Saquon Barkley. He broke most, like, all of Saquon Barkley's records. Saquon I mean, Barkley, the year that he came out... I don't think he's as talent, but I mean, just... He is he is an elite talent. When when Barkley came into the league, and he was talking... Everybody was like, oh, you're going to be you know such a great running back for the Giants, blah, blah, blah. He, he actually kept mentioning, wait till you see Miles Sanders play. <laughs> he mentioned that a few times, because he actually felt that Miles Sanders was just as good, if not better, than him. Now, Saquon also is a very humble guy. Yep. Let's give him some credit there. He is a humble guy. But Miles Sanders does have the talent, and I honestly would say it would be stupid if they don't give him that shot. I think if you bring in Devontae Freeman, you better bring him in as your third down back and still let Miles Sanders take over. I would get a little nervous. He would drop out of my top 12 yep. at that point. But I think Miles Sanders does have the ability to be a top 12 guy, if not higher. Yeah. I mean, he only had six touchdowns last year, three rushing, three receiving. And he really, I mean, he had 63 targets last year, which is really good for running back, 50 receptions. But yeah, his rushing attempts were only 179. So, I mean, and he was able to finish at 15. So, I mean. Well, and they were a playoff contending team. Yeah, Yeah. playoff contending team. Their defense is every year seems to be very good, so that yep. we know that they can run and they're going to run. And I trust Carson Wentz. I think I do too. He, I think Stay he's a great healthy. quarterback. Yeah, Carson Wentz is is good. And what's interesting to note here too is they did draft Jalen Hurts. The yep. reason I mentioned that is because I also do like Jalen Hurts a lot. I think he has some so potential. If, yeah. if if Carson Wentz did go down, Jalen Hurts is capable, um, and I still think he would rely on Miles Sanders a ton. Yeah. So. Interesting, because I'm thinking you're sneaking somebody in that I don't have. So I'm curious to see who your number, who was your number 12? Nick Chubb. Oh, Nick Chubb. Never mind. You just had him way at the end. <laughs> yeah. That's highly unfortunate for me. 
Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, it, it kind of hurts me to do it. I, I really like Nick Chubb. I, I drafted him last year. I was very hyped about the season. And then I knew the possible outcome of Kareem Hunt coming in there. But I took the risk and I don't regret it because at that point in the season, most of the team isn't the team you drafted anyway. That's true. But yeah, it does worry me, though. You this never year, win your league at the time. draft. No, nope, never. Never. Well, interesting. So our top 12 is basically the same, just moved yep. slightly different Yeah, places. I don't think we had any guys outside. No. Yeah. So just to mention then, too, so some of the guys um, um, some of the guys that I've been kind of on the fringe about sneaking maybe into that, that top tier, maybe falling back. I've got two that I have in my head right now, and one's Leonard Fournette, and the other is Chris Carson. Dude. And I'm, I'm struggling really well, heavily. Chris Carson is my 13. So I've got him at 14. I've got Fournette. I have him on a dynasty league, and I was bringing up the Devontae Freeman for Miles Sanders. I'm so glad he didn't sign in Seattle because I see him more as a threat than Carlos Hyde. Both of those two were out there for a long time. Mm -hmm. Where are they going to sign? Seattle chose, well, they offered Devontae Freeman. He declined it. They got Carlos Hyde, and I don't really see him as a threat to Chris Carson. I think Chris Carson, all the reports are he's healthy and going to be ready to go. So that's what I'm going on. So that's what I'm going on. Yeah. And I think it's just if he gets rid of that fumbling problem, I think he'll be a, he could be a top 10 guy. I mean, yeah. he was a monster last and year. And again, it's because he's really all they got. Rashard Penny. I drafted Rashard Penny like second overall. Yeah, and that was our first. Oh, my gosh. Draft. And, and I'm getting hosed for it now oh, because man. the dude can't stay healthy. I love I love Penny, too. Yeah. yeah when he was healthy, he was he was fine, it, but he we, can't stay healthy. And he's he just wasn't as efficient. Chris Carson, Chris Carson was efficient. It's a contract year for Chris Carson. So, and again, Leonard Fournette, I just don't know what to do with the Jacksonville got, team. He got a decent bump last year in the receiving game last year. Mm-hmm. And he went from like nothing to like 50 targets. And that could go up if yeah. there's no penny. Carlos Hyde isn't like the most yeah, he receiving capable. But Leonard Fournette, man, I was kind of thinking we were going to get this next. Talk about this more next week. But oh, we I, can still talk about it because I don't I really don't. I, mean, I don't know what if, to do. If he's going to be in if he stays, if everything stays, how it's how it is right now, I don't understand why people have... I mean, he's outside of some people's top 20, man. Like, I do not understand that at all. Yeah, he had an incredible amount of receptions last year. That's not going to happen again. He had over 100 targets last year. That's not going to happen. But every year this dude plays, he's a top 10 running back. I mean, and he only had three total touchdowns last year. I think that's what's killing me. I have him at 15, and that's kind of a cop-out because, yeah, something might happen. He could go up. But it's kind of a cop out. Good call. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, I, I really don't understand. I mean, yeah, he's on a contract year too. his his guaranteed money is gone for what he that mm-hmm. stupid stuff he did on the field fighting players. So, right. He, he's fighting for his contract. And I, I thought the best opportunity for him getting getting traded was the draft. And since that passed, they didn't draft anybody. So they see like they're still all in on him. Yeah. I which I'm kind of surprised because. I keep hearing that they're unhappy. So I don't understand why they didn't go out. I mean, out. last year was his best yards per carry season, like yeah. almost four and a half. I mean, yeah. I just think if you had him on your team, it, again, like some of the other players we've mentioned. If he's my RB2 and I can get him in like the fourth, fifth round, I'm oh, going to be ecstatic. Well, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, if you can get a, a an, an upside number, you know, yeah. top 10 guy. I mean, that's where some people have round, him going. Wow. I, I mean, I don't understand. I don't it, think yeah. I would have him outside my top twenty. No, yeah, but not not a chance. 
I feel but, bad having him at 15. Like I said, he's probably going to go eventually go up. But yeah, <laughs> it's just hard to. I'm just struggling again because I, I don't know what they're going to do in Jacksonville. Their defense is so bad. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be winning a ton of games. I think they're going to be coming from behind. I think often. they're going to be. Yeah, I think they'll probably be an average team. So I just I can't see him getting. They brought in Chris Thompson, but we've kind of seen what Chris Thompson is. If he yeah. can stay healthy. He's, a, he's, he's like efficient. a good third down guy. Yeah, he can catch but, the ball. I mean, even Leonard Fournette's rookie season, he had 50 targets. And that's not bad when you're getting over around 300 rushing attempts. So, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to kind of see um, what he does uh, for this season. So I, I'm not I'm not really sure. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you brought those two guys up. Because, yeah, yeah, because I, mean, I, I am struggling, and and we each got, week we're gonna try and talk maybe a little bit of a couple people we're struggling with here and there. Um, and he's just those two are just some of the big ones. And don't be surprised next week, guys, if I come out and they're not at thirteen and fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> I want to yeah. preface that by there's a chance that they might not be there. Yeah, <laughs> when I start going through everything. Well, let us know what you guys think on social media, Facebook at the Fantasy League Podcast, Twitter at the Fantasy League, minus the UE, only 15 characters, so I kind of got screwed there. Instagram, the Fantasy League Podcast, underscore after the and Fantasy, Anchor, the Fantasy League, Apple, the Fantasy League, Spotify, the Fantasy League, so find us, comment us, and on Anchor, if you guys... One, yeah. you can leave a voice message. We'll yep. play it on the show. Have a question. Let us know. Yep. That would be cool. So yeah, send us your questions. Send us our thought. Or send you uh, send us your thoughts. Um, we want to know what you guys think about the clown costume idea. Yep. Um, if we're gonna do face uh, face makeup, paint or makeup. Not. I yeah. totally forgot about that. Yeah. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. You guys tell us if you want to see face paint or not, uh, or the makeup. Um, But thanks again for listening to the Fantasy League with Caleb and James. Uh, Look forward to next week where we're going to wrap up our running backs going from 13 to 24. And we'll catch you next week. Have a go. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. I can be ruby in the mood, I can be rotten I can be cool, man, like a fool, but never forgotten Creeping in the dark, waiting for you